It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. And joining me now, Ken Blackwell, former Ohio Secretary of State, board member of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, and the lawsuit against uh, the New York City law that allows non-citizens to vote. The left pretending that it's normal. It's not. Ken, great to have you back on the show. David, it's always good to be with you, sir. You know, just to that last point, this idea that non-citizen voting is normal, that's being pushed, being shoved down our throats for years now. Let's address that first. Well, you know, there are municipalities, particularly on the West Coast, that have allowed non-citizens, alien voters or aliens, to vote in municipal elections uh, under the uh, cover of municipality home rule. Uh, And, you know, their voters within those jurisdictions have allowed them to erode the the, the, the power of the vote of citizens within that, those municipalities uh, with this nonsense. Uh, I, I, I think where New York City, uh, through its Board of Elections, has made a mistake in overreach uh, is that they are now uh, advancing something that is in direct violation of the constitutional rights uh, and protections uh, afforded through the 15th Amendment, uh, to uh, to voters. Uh, look, the Foreign Citizen Voting uh, Rights Bill violates the 15th Amendment of the United States because it was adopted with the impermissible racial intent as well as the explicit intent of its sponsors to increase the voting strength of racial subgroups while simultaneously decreasing the voting strength of other subgroups. Uh, and that is a direct constitutional violation of the rights afforded by the Constitution to 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 citizens uh, who are registered voters, uh, and they cannot have their power diluted. Look, David, I I think it's it's it, this this whole effort is part of an attack uh, on the 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 the. the vibrancy of our constitutional republic, which has worked now for almost 246 years. The left, the radical left, which is the controlling force within the Democrat Party today, wants to affect the collapse of our constitutional uh, republic. Uh, They not only believe in a nation without borders, uh, they now are trying to affect uh, a, a system uh, that 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 uh, grows and, and cherishes this notion of voters without borders, and it and it must and it must be stopped. This is this is classic overreach. Uh, they they really don't care uh, about uh, the the defendants or the, excuse me the plaintiffs uh, in our lawsuit that we are representing. Who basically said we're we're not going to take it anymore. We're not going to let you, uh, you know, just negate our voting strength uh, with this unconstitutional action. 
My guest, Ken Blackwell, former Ohio Secretary of State, therefore would know a thing or two about uh, voting in that position, that prior position. Also a board member currently of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. They filed lawsuit uh, against uh, this move by the city of New York. You know, Ken, I, I want to read this in annotated form for those listening mm-hmm. so they understand what you're saying. If you mm-hmm. go to the 15th Amendment, you, and I suggest that anyone interested, and you all should be in this, uh, open it up and read it in full, including if you can and have the time, the arguments. But in essence, the rights of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. Section 1. Section 2, Ken, is what I believe reinforces your case even more so against New York City. The Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. That power was not handed off to the mayor of New York or the city council. Absolutely. And look, uh, we at PILF and across this country, there are citizens and organizations that understand that the foundation of the American system of self-governance is liberty, and the core expression of the people's liberty is the ability to vote in a free and fair election and not have their vote unconstitutionally uh, abridged or diluted. So safeguarding the integrity of our elections is, is paramount to the preservation of our republic. So we at PILF and, and, and these plaintiffs feel that we, in fact, must take a stand, we must push back, and I think we're going to win this. Uh, you and I have talked before, and I, you know I love to, to quote Thomas Paine, who said, those who expect to weep the, 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 the blessings of freedom must undergo the fatigue of supporting it. And so, you know, we are going to be in the grill of those who, in fact, think that they can erode uh, the foundation of our constitutional republic. We're not surrendering. The Supreme Court has weighed in on voting in in many ways, and even with respect to the 15th Amendment. Uh, You know, I, I see a path here for the Democrats that may be even in recognition of eventually lose in this case, that they're moving a public argument versus a legal argument. What do you think about that, that approach? Oh, yeah. You, look, we have to challenge these false narratives. We can't let them take root because you, you're, you're, you're right. This is something you and I have talked about before. You know, these things follow downstream from the cultural overlay. And so if you begin to let them through social media and the established, you know, mainstream media create this narrative uh, that you can erode the value of citizenship, that you can, can concern yourself more about the eastern borders of the Ukraine border of the Ukraine than you do the southern borders of the United States, that if, in fact, you can talk about defunding the, the po- police uh, and, 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 and actually turn your back on the, the, the crime and loss of property and life uh, in our cities, most notably 
among our minority low-income citizens, you then create a context for the what, what the Marxists, the big welfare state uh, socialists, uh, and the radical left want to do, and that is to collapse the integrity of our constitutional republic. So you're you're absolutely right. We not only have to win this in the courtroom, we have to win this in the broader fight of of narratives. We have to, you know, David. There there's a passage in John three that says, "Those who would do evil." love the darkness and we know that in other parts of the bible we're told that you know we, we we can't hide our light under a bushel we must put it on a candlestick raise it high we must rush the darkness of our time we must in fact shine lights on these this this this, this evil wrongdoing uh, uh this the, these attempts to to corrupt uh and and radically change our constitutional republic, which for 200 and now going on 46, 246 years, has, while not being perfect, it is perfectible and has, in fact, been the most robust constitutional democratic republic in all of human history. It's been economically uh, plentiful and, uh, and, 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 and uplifting. And it, in fact, has been one that respects the the integrity of our our, our system, which is actually based on the Judeo-Christian belief that our fundamental human rights are not grants from government; they're gifts from God. And so, there's not a government on the face of the earth that can deny us our God-given rights to not only human dignity but to liberty. My guest, Ken Blackwell, a board member of uh, PILF, the Public Interest Legal Foundation, former Ohio Secretary of State. And uh, we're talking about the lawsuit uh, against New York City. Uh, Ken, it would be remiss of me if I didn't talk about uh, the work that you've done. And I went back and looked at some of the work. And, of course, over the time, we've had various people from Public Interest Legal on the show uh, you know, when I look at even your September 2020 report on the, the the disrepair of America's voter rolls, and certainly there's been work since your case in Pennsylvania was a very good win for cleaning up the voter rolls. Even when they told you they wouldn't fund it, you figured out a way. So good on good on you. But, you know. 349,773 deceased registrants, 37,889 duplicate registrants, listing non-residential addresses, 34,000. The numbers have grown since then. And and as, as we look at these issues, I call it a perversion of the election system, much like what we're talking about. If the system doesn't function, people lose faith, but more than lose faith, it also makes it easier to further pervert abuse or commit to illegal activities. And on that, I have no tolerance left or right to me. It's criminal if you pervert what is one of the fundamental uh, parts, uh, pillars of our society. I mean, you're absolutely right, David. Look, um, we are all involved uh, through our work at PILF, uh, through the work of America First Pub, uh, Policy uh, Institute, uh, you know, we're, we're all working 
to make it easy to vote but hard to cheat. You know, the the fact of the matter is is that as as a youngster, uh, not yet having graduated from college, I, I did work uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Clarksdale, Mississippi. Uh, while I was not uh, eligible to vote, I was I was eligible to work, and I worked whether it was with the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, a Southern Christian Leadership Conference. The, the fact of the matter is that we worked to make sure that the access to the ballot box was not blocked by policy or thugs, uh, and, we, and, we, and we won that battle. For the last 15 years, I've been working with groups to make sure that the legal votes of voters are not negated by illegal ballots. Uh, that is the way that we protect the integrity of the uh, of the ballot box. Nobody wants to make it difficult for legal voters to to vote, but we don't want to make it easy to cheat. And if in fact we don't take a stand against corrupt voter rolls, it, we open the door to cheating. We at PILF uh, are making sure that uh, we we don't go. Nobody goes to sleep on this. We're going to stay in the grill of the left and those who would try to collapse our constitutional republic. Ken, I'm looking forward to updates on this lawsuit. Uh, This is so key that in America's largest city, they could begin and did begin a track of bringing not hundreds of thousands, but over a million people within the next year, if they were successful, into the local voter rolls and what that would mean to others around the country. Thanks for the work you do. God bless you, David. And you can get more information. Uh, You can go to KenBlackwell.com or PublicInterestLegal.org. I'll be right back. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.